Good morning and welcome to AC23. I'm your host, Pam Bordelon, and joining me this morning are Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge CEO, Renee Chatelaine, and Director of Educational Programs, Miss Marie Flowers. Welcome, ladies. Well, great to be here. Glad to be here. So we've got some exciting stuff that's going to be going on here at the Cary Siraj Community Center. So, and it is the DuBose Arts, Fine Arts Festival. Yes. So Marie, what can you tell us about this? Oh my goodness, we only have a few minutes, so I'm not. <laughs> the best way to describe the Fine Arts Festival, it is just a wonderful platform to highlight kids and their talent. Students from all over, not just Baton Rouge, but we've had entries from West Baton Rouge and uh, the Livingston Parish. So it's it at first was just a showcase. Mm-hmm. And we made it a competition when we went virtual to keep alive the DeBose Festival. And okay. boy, were we blown away <laughs> by all of the applicants, kids in virtual wanting to do and create. And Everybody so, wants a trophy, huh? Exactly. <laughs> and especially with kids being so disassociated during mm-hmm. the COVID mm-hmm. uh, uh, period, they could be in their b- bathrooms. They could, and one was in their bathroom. <laughs> they could be in their bedrooms. They could okay. put on, you know, costumes yeah. and just be able to be creative in such a very devastating moment for us. So now we're a hybrid. We're coming oh. back. Okay. And so we will still have the virtual showcase. Every participant will be shown. Their, their artwork will be shown. Uh, their performances, be it dance, music, or theater, will be shown. But we will have a winner's circle uh, to first and second place to do live. So we're kind of okay. blending in and out of okay. virtual and live. Okay. So when is live? Is that is that what's going to be taking place here? Live. Oh. Visual arts started live yesterday at the Goodwood uh, Library. Okay. We were, you know, we're coming out of, we're hybrid, we're coming out of COVID. We thought maybe 40, 30 people. We had over 75, 80 people showing up. Wow. Kids, parents, they were just so excited to come and share their artwork, their visual artworks. And when I tell you some of the pieces are amazing, everybody should go by. It'll be exhibited all through February. Okay. It's just beautiful artwork, 2D, 3D. Okay. So Renee, what is the Arts Council role in all of this? How, how, how do we factor in Well, the, the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge and certainly the Cary Siraj Community Arts Center, right? Um, really wanted to embrace uh, DeBose, especially in light of our 50th anniversary and their leader, uh, Myrtle David, who has been, you know, this was her brainchild, I think, 45 years ago. Plus, 45 plus. 45 plus. And um, really has provided, you know, children with the opportunity to express themselves, but also to be given arts instruction at a quality level in music, in theater, in dance, and in the visual arts. And she's been such a champion, I, I think, particularly for um, children of color. Exactly. And providing them with opportunities for over four decades when they didn't otherwise have that opportunity. Yeah. And so the Arts Council really wanted to honor that um, effort, you know, that tradition mm-hmm. and legacy here at the Arts Center, Um we have the capability. Now we have yes, the space. <laughs> and so it's really it's really our honor to be able to be part of this. And um, we it's sponsored by the uh, Don and Patsy Lyle Fund um, from the Baton Rouge Area Foundation, okay. um, who also 
honor um, Myrtle David and, and saw her great role in this community. Yeah. I can vouch for 30 years of my, she is a tireless promoter of yes. her beloved DuBose yes. project. She is, she is a lovely, lovely lady. So Marie, what all is going to be, um, we mentioned the visual arts. It's yes. at the main library on yes. Goodwood and mm-hmm. that'll be up through February. Yes. So what else is, is on the horizon here? So this week, hold on, buckle up. We have tonight music, which is vocal or non-vocal and music theater. We have one special guest. We had to split them up. Uh, one school wanted to bring about 75 uh, uh, guests. So half would, would be the performers, two performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they had 15, but they their parents are wanting to come. Okay. So if you have 15 kids performing in a big music theater piece, those 15 kids have 15 parents. <laughs> they, they have 30 parents. And they go home with them. <laughs> when I tell you they show up, they yeah. really show up. Uh, okay. And so we're excited. The buzz is out. And okay. um, tomorrow, Wednesday, we will have theater and dance. And some people, it's a school night, we have that option. And we're winging it and, and praying that every all the dust settles really nicely. We have pre-recorded music okay. or uh, of the of the performances. So if a whole entire band cannot show up mm-hmm. tonight, then we will Grammy style say in first place winner is mm-hmm. and to accept this honor we have and somebody so, I'm graciously accepting yes, this award on behalf exactly. of <laughs> so so we're Grammy styling okay. it if they aren't able to come. But interesting enough, we've got, especially the small acts, the monologues, uh, they are coming. <laughs> okay, so what all, what all is going to be showcased? So you've got, obviously, you mentioned monologues. So yes. you've got spoken word. Spoken word. We have dance. Okay. We have theater. Uh, we have music theater. Mm-hmm. We have a particular category when it's not from a one body of work okay. uh, they're being creative and maybe they have drummers and uh, keyboardists and okay. two singers and glockenspiel so we call that mixed ensemble okay. and so Baton Rouge Center just a shout out to one of my former students that um, is a teacher there okay. uh, uh, she had a mix and she placed first in the mixed category okay. uh, for um, for music how important as a former music teacher in our school system, <laughs> how important is it to be able to give these kids the opportunity to do something like this? How much time do we have? <laughs> we got a few minutes. Oh, my goodness. I'll put it to you like this. You have kids, and they're sitting in desks or doing what they have to do, and not to knock the core subjects, yeah. being so serious, being, and then they're really getting very anxious and the anxiety I want to do this right and I have visually seen a child come from a math test but now they get to do choir and so they're up they're confident they're they're singing either do re mi fa so la ti do or you know they're just using their bodies to to just to make and create something and that is really astonishing when you see a lot of performing arts schools they have their grades are just as high as the performance yeah because you're triggering all of those brain departments and coming together to create and think outside of the box yeah so 
like I said, that's chapter one. <laughs> it's it, it's profound. And once again, Myrtle David saw that need, especially for people of color. There were no competitions to bring up that high excellence. Yeah. There were no opportunities to have a big platform to showcase. And she created that. And to this day, our president uh, the, of the DeBose Foundation, she was a student of oh, Myrtle wow. David, and she is over childhood early education uh, at LSU. Okay. So we're just we're paying it forward. It pays forward. Yes. It <laughs> well, let me say this, too, that I think to piggyback on what Marie was saying, the legacy of music education, of arts education, whether it's visual art, whether it's theater, dance, music, it it shapes people in in a way that is profound and I'm sure people who are listening on this broadcast um, can think back to their days in school when they played in the band or they took an art class or they had a music class and how how much that benefited them whether it's social emotional or whether it's actually how your brain operates and I think if we if we did a poll on you know some (laughs) of the executives in this city they would all tell you that part of their education what involved directly arts and so to be able to debose provided that where there was none yeah and um and you see that in the legacy of now the 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 head of the program but and I think of so many lawyers and doctors mm-hmm. and people yeah. who are around who are also musicians who also and they have their start. Yeah. <laughs> I just very want to pull She's, that She's in. been one. We've got a dancer at, at the helm of our organization. This is very true. And I and I, you know what, I credit everything I've done in my professional life to that to those ballet classes, to that discipline to the structural uh, thinking and thought process, to creative process, all of it yeah. um, in what I do in my everyday life. And of course, really important, and we, we sometimes we're so busy talking about, about um, this cerebral process that we forget to mention the importance of community connection. Yes. Yeah. You know, the, the network of people mm-hmm. that, that I know and, and the network of people that that you think of from audiences and families that you were talking mm-hmm. about to performers mm-hmm. um, really reaches beyond our, our city and parish and throughout the world, you yeah. know? Um, I can think of two bands that are very popular in our, t- in our town that are comprised of one is attorneys and judges, <laughs> and then there's one that's doctors and lawyers. <laughs> so yeah, that, and that's, I think that's their release and how they cope with the rest of their Seven to uh, eight. You to can nine. do both. You can do both. They're eight to five world. So, um, what if people would like? I know we're talking about the arts festival, but Debose is also known for its piano competition. Correct. So, can you tell us a little bit about that? It will take place middle of April, and this is now an international competition. We have people. From Japan, we I want to say from South America, but I know Japan, definitely. But they are coming from all over to participate. It's been virtual like us, mm-hmm. and um, they're still trying to figure out if they're going to do a, a hybrid like the uh, Fine Arts series did okay. or to stay virtual because there's a lot of you think we I thought we had categories we won't even talk about (laughs) K through 12 are you going to be advanced intermediate or beginner or late starter and then 
will you do Bach or will you do Faber <laughs> uh, method? So yeah. there's a lot going on with the uh, um, piano competition. Okay, that's why it's its own little thing. Yes, huh? yes. And, it, and and that's the root of DeBose. And of course, uh, Tourget DeBose was a professor at Southern and was um, a colleague or an inspiration for Myrtle. Myrtle. Uh, and she wanted to continue his legacy. Okay. So... All right. That's where it started. Well, ladies, thank you so much for <laughs> joining me to talk about all things DeBose all this things morning. All things DeBose. I yes. appreciate it. And we, uh, if you'd like more information, is there a website? www.debose.org. Okay, and that's spelled <laughs> D-E-B-O-S-E. All right, great. Thanks so much, Renee and Marie. Coming up next is Kedrick Alford and Sierra English, and they're going to be telling us all about L-M-N-O-P. Joining me this morning is Kedrick Sensei Alford, uh, the owner of, or co-owner of L-M-N-O-P Art Gallery. Yes. Yes. And uh, Sierra English, who is a photographer and artist uh, that works through L-M-N-O-P. And she's also um, one of our artist members of the Arts Council. So welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this morning. Excited to be here. tell me a little bit about LMNOP, exactly what is it? Uh, it's an artist collective. So it operates as an organization that supports local artists in Baton Rouge and or surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. And we work sort of as a management slash agency to find the right opportunities for different artists that we have grown to foster business relationships with. Okay. And we also act as gallery curators in the city as well. Okay. So you have gallery space that, that you show? We have spaces that we have been commissioned to convert into galleries. Okay. So we work with a local psychologist who wanted to utilize art as a part of his practice, as okay. an art therapy. And that has been dubbed as the mental health gallery. Okay. We're also, gallery curators for the healthcare gallery, which has been doing that, I believe, since 2014. Okay. And other spaces that may be coffee shops, hair salons, okay. those types of industries. Okay. Where we can just be, take the spaces that are non conventional and provide them with some really dope art. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, uh, Sierra, how did you? get involved with this how did that come about well um i was actually (laughs) i was actually doing a an art show um at a at a local coffee shop Mm -hmm. and um i ran um in there to meet a customer to hand off the painting to him and um that's when i ran into Mm kedrick and um he (laughs) He he asked me about one of the abstract paintings on the wall and asked me, um, how many was it, you said? I needed 25. <laughs> 25 pieces. He asked me if I could. Uh, in two months. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, for, sh- for sure. I did that in like two days, and uh, we, the one that he was asking about. And so... Um, so that's how I met him, and then so ever since then, um, I've just been working with Elemental P and just, you know, taking whatever opportunities they threw my way. Okay. So how did you get started as an artist? Uh, as an artist, uh, I've been an artist for as long as I can remember. Like, 
back when I was in elementary school having a test for talented uh, art programs mm-hmm. and stuff. And, um, you know, I just, I always remember being in the arts. Like, I don't remember a time when I wasn't creating anything. And so um, all the schools that I attended from there were just, like, um, art schools or um, that, or I guess, had a talented art program. Okay. Um, so I've, I've been doing it for a while, um, but I've been taking it serious since um, since 2008 um, when I went to college. Um, okay. So crayons were your friend yes. as a child yes. then, huh? <laughs> Colors and color books. Yes, all of that. <laughs> okay. Do you have artists in your family? Is that... It? No, I'm not that I know of. I'm the only artist that okay. um, in my immediate family that I know of. Okay, and your degree is in art? Yes, fine okay. arts. Okay, okay. I believe you also dabble in photography? I do. Thank mm. you for <laughs> bringing that. Okay. <laughs> Yes, I do. I um, primarily focus on like wedding photography and portrait photography. Okay. Um, but by no means um, do I discriminate on any of, uh, of any other, you know, photography. But that is um, the area where I'm, I'm currently focusing. Okay. Um, but yeah, I do love that as well. It's like the love of two arts. Yeah. Do you do? <laughs> um, do you do some art photography kind of stuff? Do you use that as a medium for your art as well, or is it? I do, um, especially like if I'm out and about, like sometimes I'll kind of draw inspiration when I'm um, on the go. And mm-hmm. so I may see something that sparks, um, I guess, the idea of a painting. Like okay. it may be like a color palette that I like, um, or it may be like just a composition that I see somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so I'll like s- take photos of that while okay. I'm out and about and just use that later to kind of... Um, inspire whatever painting it is I'm working on. Uh, so Kedrick. Yes, ma'am. How did how did you come up with LMNOP and and kind of what all I mean you kind of briefly told us what you do but give me a little more oomph to that. So how, when did you start this this venture cuz uh, I've known you for a while and I wouldn't have thought about you in an art world but now it kind of makes sense. <laughs> Well, I've always I've always loved the art. I've always had a lot of friends who were artists. Uh, in 2018, um, myself and this young lady behind us, okay, uh, with her name is L. Okay, we had ideas that we wanted to work more in depth with just the art scene. Okay, um, Baton Rouge has a really really cool art scene. A mm-hmm. lot of really dope artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of talented individuals using a lot of different mediums, and we wanted to be involved. Um, and we thought, okay, how can we be involved? Okay. I mean, we can go to shows, we can speak to artists, but what are we going to do that's really going to bring some value? And we looked at physical spaces mm-hmm. and had plans to have a physical gallery of our own, but at the time, starting a company is not the best idea to put as much money yeah. On a physical building. Mm-hmm. So it allowed us to be really creative in saying, okay, well, we can create a web gallery. Uh, we can also be the individuals who stand um, between artists to make sure that they're getting the best opportunities, that they're getting paid the most money for projects that they're working on. So it grew into being 
almost business counselors for artists who are looking to expand their portfolio or looking to expand their business. Okay. Uh, the name comes from a Wi-Fi password. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> uh, it's actually, it, it's Elle's Wi-Fi password. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> no, we changed it. <laughs> um, but we, we thought that was a, a really cool name because it's the most... It's the catchiest phrase. It's the catchiest yeah, it element of, of the alphabet. It's yes, like, it oh, well, element OP. Element OP. That That's works. <laughs> um, and once people understand how to pronounce it, once reading it, they're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I, I, I looked at it. I had to look at it for a hot minute. And then it, then, it, then all the bells and clicked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, we've always been involved with art. We're both um, graduates of LSU. And a lot of our friends are artists, whether that's painters or musicians or writers so we've both always been surrounded by uh, the arts uh, okay. like I spoke to you earlier before we started she's a photographer she's a digital artist as well okay. um, myself when it comes to the art standpoint is I'm <laughs> I'm more of an idea person and you're you know, an appreciator I'm an appreciator <laughs> I'm an appreciator I'm an ideas person and they kind of create the ideas they do all the heavy lifting yeah. And uh, I'm just there to support them as much as I can. Okay. About how many artists do you guys represent right now? Currently? Mm-hmm. Four. And uh, fifth will likely be uh, added to the mix in the next week. Okay. Uh, provided when we have our meeting that we, we both have a, a mutual respect for each other's goals and okay. what we want to see happen for each other in the next year. Okay. How can they get in touch with you guys? I'm, sh- I'm, not, I'm sure you have a website and all that good stuff. We have a website. It is lmnop.art, okay. which is spelled E-L-L-E-M-N-O-P.art. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, of course, and we're on all social media channels with Facebook and Instagram under okay. the same name. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. It was fun to learn about LMNOP and and your latest venture. Thank you. (laughs) you. I appreciate it. We'll be here for a while. (laughs) Thank you for joining us this week for AC23. Keep in mind that coming up on March the 21st is the the Jazz at Lincoln Center for the next River City Jazz Masters concert series at the Manship Theater. Get your tickets soon because I hear they're going fast. You can get them at manshiptheater.org. And we hope to see you soon. Have a good week.